0: Welcome back to the Godly Young Men Podcast. This is episode 24, and what we are talking about today is kind of the idea of picking a career. Um, Let's face it, that's very intimidating for you. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember when I was 15, and I was having to make big college decisions um, simply because I was going to go and start college courses, and one of the questions my financial, not financial, my academic advisor asked me was, all right, well, what do you want to major in? And I was like, I'm 50 I don't know. Like, yeah, I really, I genuinely right. was like, I don't know. I have no idea what I want to do with my life. It's one of those things that I think young guys a lot of times can just delay, like, I'll yeah. get to that later. I don't have to yeah. worry about that right now. And then they, they wake up and they're, you know, graduating high school and it's like, well, oh, maybe I should have thought of that. And so that's what we want to talk about with this episode, because regardless of your age, Um, if you're still in high school, maybe even if you're still at college, you might still be asking this question of like, okay, what do I do for a career? How do I pick a career? Um, And then full disclosure, we've actually got several episodes coming up about picking various things. We're going to talk about how to pick a godly wife. We're going to talk about um, how to pick good friends. And so we figured we'd start with this one, picking a career, because it is so incredibly important to have the – I guess the foresight, the knowledge, the ability to say, to identify, this is a field I want to be in. There's so many different elements we're going to talk about with this episode. And the first one is the idea of college versus the idea of going straight into the workforce. If you were to look 10, 15 years ago, um, what was the standard thing? Yeah, I guess about 10 to 15 years ago. What was the standard thing that kids did when they graduated high school? They went to college. Oh, yeah. It was expected. You were going to go to college. To me, the trend that, that trend is shrinking a little bit mm. simply because of the massive amount of debt that you oh, incur yeah. going to college because people have been disenchanted with the idea of college. A lot more people are going kind of straight into the workforce. They graduate high school and they, they go to trade school and yep. maybe they, they have a job lined up and they go to that rather than college. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on that? And, and we will preface it with it is dependent on the situation. Like everybody's yeah, different. Absolutely. Um, college is for some people. College is not for other people. We are not going to come down blanket. You should. You shouldn't do this. Um, but what are your thoughts about the idea of college versus going straight into the workforce?
1: I mean, in my opinion, debt to benefit ratio, going straight into the workforce right now, is a better saying Yeah, yeah. It's, it's way better just because – if you put four years into a job and stay at that job for four years and really work your way up, by the time you're done, you could be making more you're you're almost guaranteed to be making more at that point than you would be coming out of college. Say, Well, I'd catch up faster. Not statistically speaking. Yeah. Just having a college degree these days means very little. There's a time in American history where having a college degree was like a big deal. That's what I mean, I'm going, That's what I'm talking about. Like 10 to 15 years ago, it, you almost had it, to have exactly. one. Exactly, yeah. it mattered. You think about back in the 70s, not that many people went to college. So if you had a degree, it's like, oh boy, you yeah. know, this guy's You were highly sought about, after. That's right, yeah. he's serious about life, he's serious about his job. Nowadays, everybody and their dog has a liberal arts degree. Like you could go on, I mean, I did mine online. Um, and so a degree comes, I, I shouldn't say comes cheap, it comes very expensive, but a degree is kind of cheap. Because it is the syndrome when everybody's super nobody will be, right? And <laughs> right. it's the Incredible. same idea when yeah. everybody has a, a college degree, nobody does. And so just for me, I don't know, I think about that that side of it, like the benefit of having yeah. a college degree these days, unless it's a very specified college degree, which almost certainly means you need a master's or a PhD. Right.
0: That's the other thing that is so important in this discussion is asking the question of why do you want to go to college? There are so many young men that I know personally, well, why do you want to go to college? The answer is usually, well, it's just kind of what they think it's what they're supposed to do, right? Well, it's just the next step, I guess, without really having a plan. But then the second thing is they want to go for the experience. That's the big word, right? The, The big phrase, the college experience we are firm believers that if you are going to college just for the college
1: experience you should not go to college that's exactly eighty to hundred grand for an experience that's quite the experience.
0: that is that is a terrible reason to go to college and let's face it what most people mean by the college quote unquote college experience is just go have a good time they're not talking yeah. about the schoolwork. they're not that's talking right. about the life lessons you learn they're talking about the social clubs the the freedom that you get the you're on your own schedule you're away yep. from your parents that's what they mean that's not exactly the best thing. And so, again, we're not anti-college, no. um, but if that's the reason – we do want to start there. If that's the reason you're going to college is for the experience or to hang out with your friends or to be involved in the intramural
1: sports or to go for the social atmosphere. That's the wrong reason. Right. Is college a means to an end or an end in and of itself yeah. I think is how I look at it. If it's a means to an end of, hey, I really want to go into this particular field. I need this degree, and here's how I'm going to get there. Hey, great. Respect, yeah. man. I Great. Good for you. If you're going to, you know, college is the end of itself and you just want to go with your buddies and have a good time and do cake stands, like, <laughs> maybe not, <laughs> and I know this is a Christian, I hope you're not doing any of those things, but they still did Mountain Dew Pong at Harding and things like that. Yeah. I mean, not that I went to Harding, but I mean, it's I've heard the stories. Stuff, yeah, yeah <laughs> finding finding beer in the ceilings of free dorms and such. I mean, it happens. So parents can kind of fool themselves. It's a Christian university. It's right. <laughs> a bunch of college kids, man. They're going for the college What do you yeah. think is going to happen? Immaturity is yeah. going to reign. So if you're going for that, I, I would say, yeah, that's a poor reason to saddle yourself with that much debt. So from that perspective, I also think as far as it goes with choosing a college major, once again, that can be really difficult. You can look towards your passions. You can look toward what you're what you're good at. Um, I gravitated toward finding a need. I mean, I did want to be a therapist, and I knew that it was going to require a decent amount of schooling. But I'll be straight up honest with you you look around and you see that there's a need there was like one or two church of christ counselors in the entire town of denver well i don't know i think there's plenty of space there for a christian church of christ right plenty of need and so yes i wanted to help people i wanted to fill that need but I like making money I got to feed my family so you look for where there is a need and where there's opportunity and so that's why I that's one of the big reasons why I chose that degree
0: and this is a good question that Joe brought up that we need to ask and that or that you need to ask rather when you're you know thinking about picking a career what are you looking for in a job yeah you know what what is it that you are striving for that you're searching for when you're thinking about picking a job because there are a lot of different reasons why you could be looking for a job, right? I just want to make money. I just yeah. want to make sure and provide for my family. And that's, a, that's a, I mean, that's a legitimate reason okay, for sure. Yeah. Some are in it for the, again, for the experience, the, the idea of, of of, you know, working for the experience. Some are in it to find meaning, right, to yeah. find purpose with their life. And so I think that's an important question need to answer because that also might reveal a little bit about what you should pursue. Should you go to trade school? Should you go to college? Should you? um, Again, I remember being so overwhelmed with that decision of at 15 years old of what what major should I pick now because the courses I was taking would have you know, or the major I chose would determine the courses that I was taking. And so. We know it's intimidating, we know it's yeah. daunting, but these are the types of questions we should be asking.
1: There's a lot of pressure on young people to, to go to college. You'll hear, oh, hey, yeah. "Oh my sister's got this all the time. So where are you going to college? Well, we're not going to college. We want to be stay at home. Adults Why? are like yeah.
0: offended when you tell them
1: that. They like, really are. All these old, old people like want to butt into your business and act like you're scum of the earth if you're not going to college. What? you don't want the college you experience. must be stupid yeah. that's exactly it oh wow they look down on you meanwhile they worked a trucking job their entire life it's like who are you to look down on me right, right? but they always wanted to go to college and they didn't get to it. it's like college is sounds mean college is worthless for 90 percent of the people that go to college yeah the liberal arts degree you can't get a job at starbucks after like wow so you have all this debt but what did the liberal arts degree get you what did the humanities degree yeah. get you what did all of these degrees and you have to consider how much money am i going to make after Pure economics, man. How much money am I actually going to make after? Am I going to make enough to pay off the student loans? Like you go in as a teacher in the public schools. <laughs> my, one of my really good friends is a teacher back uh, back home. Shout out to Tyler, great guy. Luckily, he's smart enough to go get himself a master's and work up in administration. A lot of the teachers around him, they get these degrees, they will never pay that off. Right, just economically speaking. Um, be aware of those things. Yeah. Think about it. But when you think about what are you looking for in a job? exactly as you said if you're looking for money fill a need if you're looking for that identity you want it to be the lifestyle the identity that you have i want to be the guy who's a lawyer or whatever it may be um just understand your motivations i guess is what it is but it gets us into like this there's the pressure to go to college but there's also the pressure i think in today's culture correct me if i'm wrong but for white collar and that's kind of the second part we wanted to get yeah. into is there's the college verse straight into the workforce and then there's the blue collar versus white collar And I feel like a lot of pressure today is to go into white collar and to kinda look down on the Well, I know we
0: do have a few younger viewers. White collar jobs are gonna be the like office jobs, right? Computer jobs, accountants, and yeah, yeah, pushing papers and things like that, whereas the blue collar is gonna be more your your trade type of stuff. A lot of electricians, plumbers, yeah, construction workers. Um, there's there's a push towards white collar, one because, you know, a lot of guys don't like physical labor anymore, yeah. and so the idea of sitting in front of a computer is a lot more appealing. But I'm actually going to turn it back over to you because this has always been kind of a passion of yours yeah. to talk about the, the difference here because your dad was blue-collar. It yeah. is blue-collar, I guess I should say, with you know the business that he built and the business that he was so incredibly successful at was blue-collar. Yeah. And so it, it's something that blue-collar can kind of be looked down upon a lot. But, but get into kind of the – I know you're not going to do a pros and cons list necessarily of both, but kind of the, the – intricacies of of this blue collar white collar dichotomy
1: yeah and as you said don't ever look down on this is just a word to the wise don't ever look down on anybody for any job they have any job i remember this kind of goes off the outline but i remember um a disney show actually i don't don't recommend disney but um boy meets world probably before your time and um great show a lot of i mean i'm sure there's things that don't at me if you're uh (laughs) well they had this in the show look i know that not every show is perfect but earlier in the episodes, they had a show where Corey's dad, uh, the main character's dad, was a grocer and um, ran his own grocery store or something like that. He was a manager, I think, at a grocery store. And I think he had a, like, take your dad to or, – or, yeah, have your dad at school day or whatever. Yep. You know, like, they come in and, and share what they did. And all these other dads have these cool things. Yeah. And so he's really down on it. And he gets this advice toward the end. And it's just the coolest. This is why I love like old TV, like when they actually, old, old in the 90s, <laughs> you know, but where they actually had meaning to it. And what he comes around to is like, your dad provides for you every day. Yeah. Be glad that you have a dad that goes to work, shows up, works really hard, does his best, has moved up, and is in a position to, to provide well for you. And so it shifted his position of my dad doesn't do all these cool things to, and my dad shows up my dad's there and it was such a cool episode like if if you ever get a chance if you're ever watching it like you'll have to comment on this video and see if, <laughs> if or if you know what i'm talking about but to that point like don't ever look down on anybody for the job they have oh he's a he's a janitor oh wow he uh you know like he's a trash man yeah those are the people who make the world go round. my dad yeah my dad was a sewer and water guy meaning All the sewer pipes that go in your house that's what he did and he made really good money doing it and built a 60-person company and like he did a fantastic job but man he got looked down on a lot because oh yeah you're in the sewers like and without that where would you be
0: yeah so i'm going to ask a question here that's not on the outline because i wholeheartedly agree with everything that you're saying about don't look down on somebody because of the position that they have or because you deem it as an inferior job maybe do you think – because I, I do, just off the top of my head, think that there is room for looking down on somebody. For instance, if you've got somebody who has been working for 25, 30 years, same job, never moved up, um, maybe it's a lower-level job, it's it's good that they're working. It's sure. good that they're trying to provide for their family. But I look at somebody like that, and I think a couple of reasons why. Either A, you're not very good at your job, so you're not yeah. going to be promoted. B, you never took any risks to, or never took any opportunities yeah. to to take other the jobs or to, or to yeah. move up initiative, or you know, I don't know. I guess I guess what I'm getting at is I think there are reasons you can look down on somebody and be like, you're still there after 20 years and you're making the same amount of money. You're like you could be doing more. Yeah. I guess is what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah, I think there's you can certainly question it. I I've known guys like this where they don't move up, but they've been asked to move up and they turn it down. But sometimes there's a backstory to that. In moving up, well, we need you to take this responsibility. We need you to travel away from the family, yeah. whatever it is. There's backstories to that a lot of the time. Of like, I don't want to travel away from my family. Family time's really important to me, and I make enough. Where yeah, we're, we're comfortable. Yeah, granted, okay. But if you're flipping burgers 20 years later, right? Like, if you're if you're a McDonald's
0: cashier at age 40 with three kids, I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I, get I get what you're saying. Yeah, right.
1: So I just I think everybody has a different story, uh, is what I would say as to why. But yes, there's certainly a time to go. What are you doing? Like, yeah. yeah. what are you doing? That's later? what I mean. Yeah. And Yes, exactly. And our white collar, blue collar, that happens in both, white collar or blue oh, yeah. collar. Um, but, yeah, the, the goal is how hard are you working. in each In whatever position you're put in, I don't think there's a bad job out there. There yeah. are people who do a bad job. There's no such thing as a bad job. It might grow with his dirty jobs, right? Like, yeah, that's... That was a big one, but what you realize is, once again, those are the people that make the world go round. But if you're terrible at this job that nobody does and you're terrible at the job that everybody does, maybe it just means you're a terrible worker, yeah. right? The job itself isn't bad. You're not, you know, working to the glory of God. So as far as it goes with the blue color, I, I think that's an interesting discussion. I mean, we could spin off into that for a long time. Yeah, I'm sorry, but... I
0: audible there. Yeah. No,
1: no, you're good, because I kind of it as well. But I feel like... Again, getting back to your question of the dichotomy, blue collar is, yes, more labor-intensive, but I also feel like from a pure economic, and we're going to get into this in the next one, like from a pure economic standpoint, you have to have those things.
0: Well, go ahead and get into that because this is something that frustrates both of us, I think. you know You hear people that are like, well, teachers—they are way more valuable than professional athletes. Yeah, so they, should make, they, they way, should make as much. Nurses as should much. make more than movie stars. Like stuff like you know, it's just yeah. typically What's funny is typically it's teachers that are saying that, and it's yeah. nurses that are saying that, ironically. <laughs> yep. But or not every them, yeah. yeah exactly. Not every job is created equal. Right. And I I interrupted you, so take over there. No, you're um, good. But it, it's basic economics, basic right? Economics. Provide value. Yeah.
1: If. Look, if you wanted to start as a backhoe operator in the town of Denver, you're starting at probably seventy five to ninety thousand dollars a year. You go, Whoa, that's a lot to operate a backhoe. Yeah, that's what the that's supply that and was demand. The need. This is basic yeah. economics. It's supply and demand. That's what's needed. If you want to go be the thousandth coder at a company, you're probably not as needed, right? And sometimes because the do supply really is low, low but the
0: demand will be higher. Bingo.
1: Yeah. Bingo, this is nice and easy. That's why well, why don't why don't we make more flipping burgers? Let's just raise the minimum wage burger flipper can only ever make so much. You're not going to make $75,000 a year flipping burgers. Why do teachers make less than athletes? Because there's way more of them, and people
0: can do that a whole lot easier than they can dunk a basketball.
1: Exactly. If a teacher can dunk a basketball or hit a 90-mile-an-hour fastball consistently while fielding on the defensive end, cool. Go do that and make it and (laughs) I'll make way more money. Right. Few people can do it. A lot of people can teach kids. Yes, there are the talented ones that rise above. But a lot of people can do that very few can hit a 90 mile an hour fastball and dunk a basketball consistently yeah like just like very few can be a neurosurgeon for goodness sake, exactly you know? like, that's why it makes more money so when you're thinking about picking a career Consider these things. If it's, it's supply and demand, this is the basis of entrepreneurialism and capitalism. capitalism yeah. You go to fill a need. So if the need arises and somebody, you have a guy who is looking to offer you a job in your town. Maybe it's not the most glamorous thing, but he says, man, I'll offer you $60,000 a year. You are an 18-year-old kid and you get offered that thing. I really want to go just have the college experience. Uh-uh. Yeah. You take that job and you work up. If there's ways to work up, that's my opinion, but if there's ways to work up, you go where the demand is high. That's why I went into therapy is I saw a demand. Very few specialize in in, in trauma-induced sexual addiction. I do. It works out very well. The demand, there is, well. There. The demand yeah. is there. I have a lot of people give me a lot of phone calls because the demand is there. You go where the work is. So if you want to go into photography, good for you. You may be the most talented photographer on the planet. Bazillion photographers out there good yeah. luck making money now if you can good for you, but Once again, look for these things look for these what things. We're saying, just be yeah. aware
0: Yeah, it's and we'll, we'll get into this this last part here in a bit about like It's not always gonna be about what you're good at You can be the best video game player in the world and you know might not Wait, be
1: you had before we before we yeah left, yeah, oh, you, yeah, I wasn't gonna skip over that. I was gonna say I really want you to hit that point because this is yes It's gonna be harsh in in the Church of Christ. This
0: is a problem with a lot of young men you'll see that they will maybe bounce around job to job you know what do you want to do what do you want to do with your life i don't really don't know i'm still kind of trying to figure it out maybe they go to college for a year or two and they decide that they're going to be a minister yeah they decide that they're going to go to preaching school and you can anybody with a brain can see that that was their backups backup plans backup plan
1: that's exactly backup backup backup. plan. right
0: like we want to encourage you Don't look at ministry and, you know, well, if all else fails, I guess I can just go be a preacher. That's
1: right. It's free education.
0: (laughs) That's terrible. Like, and I think, to be honest, and this is going to sound harsh, the people that we have in a lot of ministry positions are evidence of this. They
1: don't, I'm sorry, they don't deserve to be there. Yeah. They, They truly don't deserve to be there. And that sounds really mean. And we may get some comments, and you can't say that. If you have a young kid who really couldn't cut it at anything else in life, that's the guy you want leading people spiritually in the pulpit every Sunday? If the guy couldn't make it flipping burgers, you want him leading people spiritually? Probably
0: not. And it's the same thing with youth ministry. This drives me nuts. Like <sighs> oh, every man. young guy ever is like, I want to go be a youth minister, and it's like. Why do you want to be a youth minister? If they, if you really boil it down, it's because they want to have
1: fun. They want, want to go play laser tag, yes. eat pizza, and go bowling. They like, want to
0: go, you know, have have fun with the kids. And let's face it, not really have to work. I know there's youth ministers that work hard. I'm not, I'm, I'm generalizing. I will admit, you they're, were one of them. There are youth ministers that work really hard. There are youth ministers that do a really good job. A lot of young guys that are going to college to be a youth minister is because they don't want to do anything else that re- is going to require more work. And so, is it wrong? Like. Obviously, it's not wrong to go be a preacher. It's not It's not necessarily wrong to go be a youth minister, but do it for the right reasons. I was going to say, the reasons
1: matter. Yes. And if it's your contingent plan, your backup plan, when everything else fails, because it's free education, please don't saddle a church with your – I don't even know what I want to call that. Incompetency. Incom, like, yeah, that's exactly it, with your incompetency because you couldn't cut it in any other way. We want guys filling the pulpit that's like – I could be making $150,000 being a neurosurgeon, and I decided to quit. My best friend at Bear Valley left a highly lucrative job. He was doing very well in life, and he felt called to ministry, and ended up living in Ghana and, and living in a shack basically, and went and, and helped over there. Wow! That's how it's done. That's yeah. the guy we want filling the pulpit, where it's like I could be making plenty of money. I mean, yeah. he had lots of fun stories, meeting celebrities, and everything else. Very high-paying job, and he left it all to go be a minister. Bingo. That's yeah. who we want, fill my pulpit. I don't want the young kid who can't cut it with anywhere else. So, yeah, we, we're we not trying to be a jerk. We're just trying to say don't let that be the backup plan. And that kind of gets us into what I would say is this, this next point. And that's the idea of don't jump ship constantly. Um, there is something among young kids where you give it two weeks and you go, It's, it's not for not, me. It's not for me. I, you know, I don't like it. Oh, tough hours, man. I just... I'm barely, I barely have time to get home. Like, okay, let's see, you have like no bills. You have nothing else. You come home, your mom cooks you dinner. Um, you don't even have a girlfriend. Like you have nothing that's really pulling on your time other than video right. games, but you can't be bothered. Like you see these kids with like a year's worth of a resume
0: and they've got like six jobs because they right. bounce from here and they bounce to there. And after two weeks, they just bounce to somewhere else. And I just really didn't like the way they were running things over there. So they bounce to somewhere right. else. And it's like, that looks really that that reflects very poorly, I would right. say. And so yeah, don't jump ship constantly. It's one of those things that I mean, if you've been at a job a while and you can just tell maybe there's no opportunities to move up or maybe right. the management is bad. And, and but you've been there, you put the time in. Sure, you know you can you can maybe move on to something else. But man, give it a little bit longer than a couple months. That's right. You know, like I'm a firm believer that you will certainly move up and wherever you are. If you're hardworking and if you're competent at your job, oh, there yeah. will be opportunities. There, there's such a, an epidemic of people who are not competent at their job exactly. and who are not hardworking working Especially young,
1: young people. Yes, and young people. And we're yeah. not trying to come across as condescending. And I realize some of this may come across as harsh in what we're saying. like, And if you are one of those that's had a ton of jobs, we're not trying to – we don't hate you. But we are saying, stick around me. I mean, make, yeah. it, make it worth it. We've seen this um, – I, I mean, personally, I've seen it time and again. Where you see you guys jump from job to job and I just it, I ultimately think it hurts them I would say as a rule of thumb stick around long enough to make an impression on your boss and on yes your, on your fellow employees Every
0: I've, th- I've told this story before at maybe maybe on a different project. every job that I've ever had has been presented to me as an opportunity Because of the job that I was in currently mm-hmm. and by that I mean I, I, I stuck with it I, I was working really hard yeah. and opportunity came up because of the job I was in That's right I never would have had that if after you know three months I worked at, at a UPS store Um, that was my first job for a year and a half and I'll be honest after eight or nine months I got bored of it because it was monotonous I didn't just get up and leave and say I'm gonna go find somewhere else I kept you know I kept at it and guess what you know six months or a a year and a half in got an opportunity from one of the customers that was there that was interacting with me every single day and and liked the way I did things that led to other opportunities and so opportunities will present will present themselves almost always to move up or to to, you know uh, be promoted if
1: you are good at your job and if you're hard-working eight eight nine months in i'm just bored i'm just gonna go somewhere else you never get that never get that opportunity you never get the opportunity so push through be willing to push through and make yourself irreplaceable and that's what you did is they couldn't replace you like it was very difficult to replace you and you made yourself irreplaceable in the next job before you went to decatur and i mean that's something to be proud of is you pushed in a way where you were noticed not just by your boss and by your fellow employees other customers are coming and noticing that speaks well to you and so don't jump ship constantly you lose out on who knows how many opportunities you push through something Stick and you got rewarded it. Yeah. for it. Um, another point to remember I'd say is diversify. And this one, I believe in this, you and Joe's I both Joe's passionate about this, yeah. I, I mean, both of us, but yeah. Bo- I mean, yeah, both of us because both of us hold multiple jobs. Um, don't be a one-trick pony. I think about this in therapy. I always tell my clients, I'm not a one-trick pony. Uh, I'm, I am a, what they call, integra- I take an integrative approach, meaning I blend about a dozen different treatment modalities. Why would I not? Why would you not want to be skilled in as many as many ways to heal people or help people as possible i would say the same thing in the workforce is well i know how to code okay so if you lose your job there what do you do well i don't know that's all (laughs) that's all i know how to do that's all you know i'm just waiting for the next coding job okay well what if all of those have dried up in your area i don't know i guess i'm gonna have to move away like diversify and be good at multiple things
0: yeah yeah and I think that's really important be willing to work in multiple fields and that's tough because it requires work I mean it requires the effort to that you have to put in to get good at various things but man talk about being I mean we live in some rough economic times talk about being able to lay your head on a pillow and be comfortable with I'm gonna be able to take care
1: of my family even if one field
0: I'm in falls through and maybe you do want to be that
1: photographer maybe you are really talented as a photographer but you can't really make ends meet Maybe work a blue-collar job during the day. Maybe maybe be cleaning, you know, washing dishes. And do edit whatever your you photos need to, at night, yeah. And then do your photos at night and get really good while you're doing that. It's the hustle culture, and there's, you know, negative connotations to that. But in my opinion, you getting good at multiple things looks really good yeah. on a resume, but also it makes you – Irreplaceable in other jobs. Like, yeah, I've done that one before. Yeah, I also know how to do that too. And they're going, Whoa, this guy's this a guy knows how to doing a lot of stuff. This yeah. guy knows how to do everything. He's irreplaceable. Yeah.
0: I want to combine these last two. Because well, we've talked about Chase Your Dreams culture before. I'm not going to delve completely into that. Yeah. Um, but I do I did wanna say, like, once again, I, I think we talked about this in our episode on hard work. Like everybody's got dreams. Ideal job, right? What's your dream job? They're called dreams for a reason. We've talked yeah. about that. Like, you're not always gonna get your dream job. You're not always gonna to get to be a pro athlete. You're not always gonna to get to you know, be a, a high-powered lawyer or neurosurgeon. Right. It's great to have those dreams. It's great if you want to pursue them up to a certain point, but you're probably not – I don't want to – that's rude to say you're probably not going to achieve them, but statistically, you probably are not going to.
1: Right, depending um, on the dream, yeah.
0: Yeah, depending on – right, depending on the dream. And so be realistic about it is what I would say there. But that combines with, very well with this this last thing that we want to talk about, which is you can't always go into a field that is all about your passion or your skill. Yeah. And this one's tough because it's like, what do I want to do with my life? What's the first question we think about? What am I good at? Yeah, what do, what do I really like to do? And I'd say that's a probably a good place to start. Sure. But you could be really, really good at something or really, really passionate about something that, going back to the economics point, just doesn't add a lot of value yeah. to it society. It's not going to pay the bills. Um, there's a lot of guys that want to, you know, be a social media influencer or whatever. And there's a lot of people that make a lot of money doing that. But you know, if you're, if that's something that you're passionate about that you maybe you're really good at. You might not be making money there, and so that's something to consider as yeah. well. Again, I think it's a good place to start. About like, okay, what am I good at? What I'm passionate about. Might have to branch out a little bit. Learn to love what you do is what your dad always talked yeah. about.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I mean, I don't know that there's much that I would add to it. I just think you may be, you may have really good skills. Learn those skills, hone those skills. This is where diversification comes in. Yeah, but. Just be realistic in it is all we're saying. We've talked about that before. Um, I, I love, it, as you said it, and what my dad says, like, you can't always do what you love. Learn to love what you do. Yeah, that's um, really good. Because wherever you're planted, you'll grow, and you'll do a really good job. And I realize a lot of this is like, well, don't do this and don't do that, and, and make sure that you're, uh, you know, don't jump ship constantly and don't chase your dreams. Uh, don't just chase your dreams. And you can't always pursue passion skills. And you may be saying, this is a downer episode. Like, you're just telling me what I can't do. That's not at all what we're attempting to do. We're trying to, to give... I think we've heard a lot of things well just chase your dreams well you know go to college enjoy the college experience and we're telling you on the back end of it like that's kind of bad advice it's bad advice yeah. we're trying to give you the opposite side of i think that has really hurt a lot of young people and it's led them into debt it's led them in a lot of stupid decisions they've changed their lives over it um and just be aware of that that there's another alternate side and yes you may have to trailblaze a little bit I, I you may be the one guy in your class at school or the one guy at, at uh, you know, your, your class at church or whatever it may be that is not going to college. He's the guy that's staying behind, and you can feel really, like, left out and, wow, yeah. everybody else is doing this, and everybody else is chasing their dreams, and they're, you know, so-and-so is going after this. And you may even have a guy that hits it, a guy makes the MLB, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, wow, boy, what did I do with my life? You want to look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of what you what you see. And that's why work ethic matters so much. And so, you know, and, and things like that. And so we wanted on the last part of the outline to get into some traits to master. Some things that I think as you look yourself in the mirror, you're going to like who you see. Regardless of what job you have. Regardless of whether you made the NBA the or whatever it is. You can look yourself in the mirror and be happy, and you can feel good about the job you're doing.
0: Because you may not be in a position right now to, I mean, you may be 15, 16, and your career is, is several years away. Yeah. Or, or you might already be knee-deep into trade school or into your career whatever, and you know, maybe you don't have some of these traits. So start now is all we're saying. Yeah. We're trying to, again, like you're saying, encourage you. These are the traits to master, whether yeah. you're 15 and, and not really started your career, whether you're just getting started a little older. Um, traits to master now will hit these quickly work ethic i think that goes without saying like be a hard worker be somebody who other people look at and go that person really really works hard the second is what i would say dependability i don't know if you want to get into this one Yeah,
1: dependability show up on time do a really good job yeah. be the guy that when they're looking for help you're the guy that's there um you're dependable you're not dropping the ball every single time you're not calling out once something.
0: a week and yeah. that's right
1: oh man i forgot to do that no, be dependable be be serious and once again
0: that the work ethic just those two if we stopped right there that's going to set you apart oh, from yeah. a lot of people
1: oh yeah that alone you're going to move up in a company because that's so difficult to find these days
0: another one i would say and we already sort of talked about it, jump at opportunities opportunities will present themselves and it's important and, and uh, you got to be careful you don't want to be the one always looking over the fence like is it better over there or maybe again like the job bouncing thing maybe i should go over there maybe i like it better over there But man if an opportunity presents itself even if it's in your current job oh, like yeah, exactly. hey a position for promotion or whatever i would say jump at it like that yeah. that's when those opportunities are really exciting is when you have been noticed you have been uh performing really well and your superiors come to you and say what do you think about doing this
1: even oppor- in an opportunity that doesn't necessarily pay more get you you know, get you a raise or whatever else, the boss comes to you and says, Hey, we got a little extra work today, you know, who can take it? Exactly. I can. Yeah. Okay, you're not necessarily getting the raise, you're not necessarily getting a promotion. Really need
0: somebody coming and cover this weekend shift. Yeah.
1: Right. You jump at those opportunities as much as much as you can because that looks really good and it is something that will set you up more in the future. The next one I'd say is <clears throat> excuse me, working well with coworkers. Be a team player. Yep. Be somebody that,
0: that people like to be around. Yes. Um, I'm gonna jump to the last one because it ties into this. Be optimistic um, at your job. Mm-hmm. Be somebody, and again, ties into what you're saying. Be somebody that other people enjoy working around. Nobody likes to be around the person that comes in the office with a super grumpy look on their face, super annoyed that it's Monday, and That's you right. know, you're, it's just a drag to be around those people is so much more enjoyable and the day flies by so much faster when you enjoy working with the people that you work with when it's yeah. just it's enjoyable because they're optimistic they're positive they're smiling they're laughing yeah you're at work and you may have a tough assignment and you may not want to be there you'd rather be on the golf course whatever it is it helps to be optimistic and to be around people who are optimistic so that one's big as well that's
1: right it's not your your job or your boss's fault that you're having a tough time yeah. don't take it out on your your fellow employees you know your coworkers don't take it out on your boss don't take it out on your job uh, you know, I just had a fight with my with my girlfriend and so I'm going to show up and not do a good job. No, no, no. You made the commitment. You're going to do the best exactly. that you can in that position. Um, be adaptable. Be somebody that is, is able to adapt on the fly, is able to change and, and to be kind of, again, the Swiss Army Knife. Hey, what you need, I'll be there for. And it. this
0: ties into the, this last one, being open to change and new mm-hmm. things. I think so many times we can kind of get in our little comfort zone, our little rut, and yep. and you know we we got our we've got what we're supposed to do, and if anybody asks us to do anything outside of that, nope, not gonna do it. Nope, that's not what I do. I'm, that's you know not my job type of thing. Yeah, but my pay grade. Right, it's about my pay. Grade. It's like. Be open to new things because with the new things, all this ties together, the new opportunities will come. And with being adaptable, you know, I've never done that before, but sure, I'll give it a try. Um, you know, I'll take a swing at it. I'll, I'll see what I can do with that versus nope, nope, can't be done. Nope, yeah. I can't do it. Nope, ask somebody else. The the best workers and the ones that get the opportunities are the ones who are going to try new things right. and be adaptable.
1: So we've come to the end of the outline. Um, I don't know if you had anything else, but I wanted if to it, ask a question. I'm going to take it first because I'm putting you on the spot here. Advice for what jobs you think if if we were coaching young men what jobs do you think they should take and i'm going to start first thank you um, yeah <laughs> audible here i, I was gonna say it's not audible. so give it some thought but i'm gonna start first because i was actually giving it some thought of you know what we can't tell you what to do this is your life um you know pursue. And there's a million good jobs there's there. a bazillion good jobs so yeah don't think that this is the only ones but i'll tell you what i think christians really need first off things having to do with blue collar um specifically filling uh, community needs. In my opinion, that opens the door to so many things, and I've seen it just from a personal level with my dad and and things like that, of him being able to reach into the community and help the community, and he's developed a lot of good relationships because he is a pillar in the community from a a blue-collar perspective. Um, The average income on, uh, I was telling you this before, the average income in Long Island for plumbers, it starts at $104,000. You start making that Immediately and I know it's New York. and I know it's expensive, but that's a starting salary It is supply and demand, but you also get to work in something that people really really need So I think yeah. that's one we do need more Christian therapists. I'll just tell you right now I think we need more people that are able to navigate the mental health fields um, Adequately and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a therapist, but I do think that we could use more of those Yes, I'm you know, I'm biased there, but I think that's a big one And I do think we we need people that are willing to be tent makers that are willing Trains. to preach yeah that are in the trades but they're willing to preach yeah. not as a not as a job i think the future is tent making where somebody can serve with a the church they can preach but that's not their only job um they go out in the community and they find a community job where there's a lot of foot traffic that's one of the things i liked about yours at uh, at ups and such is a lot of people you interact oh, with yeah. people all day what a great way to to spread um you know spread the gospel and, and to shine the light and while at the same time man what if that person walks into church you've already right. had a good reputation and you happen to be preaching and they just develop this rapport so being out in the community in noticeable positions i think is huge
0: i would say i mean i think trade like you said i think trades are a good option right now because a lot of people aren't doing them and yeah. so there's there's money to be made there there's it, stability there's still stability always there. need plump and, and on that note another one that i would say and i guess this is something i've done a lot and so it's kind of i'm biased towards it but You know what every company is always going to need? Good management. Mm -hmm. People who are dependable, who can supervise other people. And so one of the things that I would say, I mean, fresh out of college, you're probably not going to get a management job. Look for companies who you can tell treat their employees well and they give their employees opportunities to move up. I think of like Chick-fil-A. They're really big about that. I mean, if you work hard at a Chick-fil-A and you do it for several years, you're probably going to have opportunities to to manage, maybe even to own your own store. Entrepreneurial ship is is one that it's like – Look for a need and fill it. Start your own business. Um, but going back to the manager thing, my brother Reese at Publix, That's he's worked there for several years. He's moved up a ton. I, I don't want to speak for him. He's not on the podcast, but he's hoping to maybe one day run his own store. Yeah. Um, and But with that comes having to stick stick to a certain place, continue yeah, totally. to be dependable. Um, and so that's what I would say is you know if you think you might be good as, as being a manager or supervising things, look for companies that, that you know are going to treat their employees well and who are going to um you know give you those opportunities to rise up yeah and man stick with it from there you know companies just,
1: need leaders that's yes, a great point they, they absolutely
0: do and if you're efficient at it if you're if you're good with people if you're good at communicating you are going to be valued yeah. in the in the workforce and so yeah we could have talked about a ton of other things there but good yeah. good audible question there. yeah like no
1: I hit put you on the spot but yeah no that was good that was good so with that um anything else nothing else yeah all right that's gonna wrap us up oh and, and like Will said this is gonna start I think at least a three-part series um, in the next couple, we'll get into uh, choosing good friends, choosing a spouse. We're excited to have that. I um, want to say something on that real quick. Um,
0: it's very cool that we get to choose all this. Like we have a lot of power at our disposal. Oh, yeah. We get to choose what we do with our jobs. Yeah. We get to choose our spouse. We get to choose the people we associate with. We can't waste that power. That's with great, great power point. comes great responsibility. There you right? go. A Spider-Man quote. <laughs> um, don't, don't disparage that again or don't take that for granted i guess i should say that you get to pick what field you work in for the most part you get to pick who you marry you get to pick what friends you associate with and so as we go throughout these episodes think about that and consider the power again that you really wield in that use it for good make yeah. sure that you're picking well so i just want to say that no that's a great point that's yeah. a
1: great point with that that's going to wrap us up for episode 24 we'll catch you next week